Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. to go on to start talking about the finals and sean pauses before i click live to change into a con air t-shirt now like i don't know how many of our listeners know what con air is uh the classic movie with nicholas cage um but where he has hair that's like the biggest deal of it is like long hair but sean broke this out you like it I do like it. I just think yeah. it's funny that the week, two weeks after Top Gun Maverick comes out, instead of getting a Top Gun t-shirt, you have a Con Air t-shirt. I'm going to be completely upfront with you and tell you that I love Con Air way more than I love Top Gun. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh I'm going to say this. Let's let, like, Top Gun Maverick is phenomenal. It's it like, is a phenomenal. It is if you haven't went out and seen it, guys. It is the movie of the summer. It lives up to every bit of the hype. Like even if you're, really even does. if you're one of those, even if you're one of those people who like hears so much hype and who and they're like turned off by the movie, like oh, I don't want to go see it because everybody else likes it. Like this is like one of those movies that everyone can get behind. Like, like movie buffs, people that just love fun, Tom Cruise fans, Scientologists. Everyone's gonna love this. So. It, it is a great movie, but yeah, I will say I think I think Con Air is a considerably uh, better action movie than the original Top Gun. I, I don't even think it's close. Okay, I'll say it's a better action movie. Better cast too, a, but it's not a better movie. It's just not. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that. No, buddy, buddy. We're first off, we're talking about Nicolas Cage acting in a movie okay. versus Tom Cruise. Okay, okay, both Jerry Brockheimer films, both of them. Uh-huh. Okay. Accurate. All right. Yeah. All right. But we're talking like peak Nicolas Cage, peak John Malkovich. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it was like a three, it was a three year thing, you know, and it was, it was post Oscar. He won the Oscar and just said, screw it. I'm going to do whatever I want. And I got my, got, I got the award. I can do whatever I want now. And he's been living off of that philosophy the rest of his career. And I respect him for it. Accurate. So, but yeah. Okay. So, we, so, you know, me and Tim usually agree on stuff, but we do not agree on this and that's okay. Nope. So that's okay. All right. This is the hill uh, I'm willing to. This is the hill I'm willing to die on. Apparently, you watch Hustle yet? I have not. I was going to, but we will talk about it soon because it is. It is definitely like the next movie I'm watching. Yeah, I really liked it actually. So I don't want to. You know, I'll wait till you watch it. We'll do a. We'll do a a hoop cinema on it. Yeah. Um, But obviously, you know, the finals are going on, so we got to get to that. And um, it's been really competitive and really fun. You kind of saw last night. The Celtics were the ones that flexed their third quarter muscle. And I'm not for certain that Golden State wins if Jordan Poole doesn't hit that bank shot three at the end of the third. But, you know, I think at that same point, obviously, look, they're up 3-2 and they played really well. And, um, you know, anything Boston threw at in the last two games, they had an answer for Steph Curry and, you know, had an all-time game in game four. Um, Just unbelievable what he was able to do. Down 2-1. No one else really being able to score. Um, you know, obviously Andrew Wiggins has like blown us out of the water with how good he's yeah. been in the finals. Um, yeah. To finally be the Andrew Wiggins we thought he'd be has been great to watch. I'm a big, I'm, I'm, I'm back buying Andrew Wiggins stock. Oh, um, everybody is. Yeah, everybody yeah, is for sure. So you can probably find those. Uh, you can probably get those Panini uh, first Cavaliers cards. You know, he actually had Cavaliers cards before he got traded. Yeah, yeah. Now, you can probably get those a little cheaper today than you can before game six on Thursday. So I know because like I found that I found a few Jordan pools I had that I looked up. His stock flew. Oh my god, his stock. You got you got a couple Jordan pool rookie cards? Very, very few. I've got premium stock NBA hoops, uh two of them. Oh, I love it. I love that's that's my favorite. Not numbered. Um I love I love uh I love premium stock. I know a lot of people are like, oh whatever, and they're not really worth, but I think they're some of the best looking cards that are out there. So yeah, I think cards like are that, whatever you want it to be. Like that, like that John Morant that I gave you. Like, I think that is a yeah. fantastic looking John Morant rookie Love card. It. Like, you know, I'd, I'd slab yeah. it. Yeah, I would definitely yeah. put that. I yeah. would definitely get it graded just to have my yeah. collection. Um, but 
back to the games, obviously. I think what really jumps out the most is the way that Golden State almost kind of feels like they're going gung-ho on this because it almost feels like they feel like this is the end of the run. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like it's like we have to win now because we don't know what happens from here. We've got this big payroll. Um, you know, Clay is getting older. Dre is getting older. Steph's getting older. What do we do with Wiggins and Poole moving forward? What are we going to get out of James Wiseman? You know, when he's able to play again, apparently he's going to London to do some stem cell research, which hopefully that all clears up and goes okay. So it almost feels like it's like, look, we have to win this one because we don't know what happens after this. We don't know what our future looks like. Uh, and on the other end, if you're Boston, you know, I think it's super easy when you see these young teams that kind of play over their head to go, oh, you know, they'll be back. But like, it doesn't happen anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When's the, since the Golden State Cleveland run, those four straight years, yeah. we've not had a finals repeat. We've only had one team playing the finals twice. And that's Golden State, actually, because they played against Toronto and they play, they're playing in this yeah. one. So, yeah. like, this whole, you know, don't worry, they're going to be back thing is not a thing anymore. Um, yeah. So, kind of, you know, what are you kind of taking away from the past few games? Um, obviously, you know, finding a way to win yesterday when Steph Curry is not hitting threes is pretty impressive. Um, but also, just taking Jason Tatum completely out of the game, he's only shooting 30% from two-point field land right now. Pretty impressive. Yeah, so a lot of observations on this. So, um, uh, first of all, I don't necessarily think this is the end of the Golden State run by any stretch. Um, um, I, th I think we thought that three years ago, um, you know, in the Toronto game. Like, I think we thought that that was – Two years. It was two years ago? Three years ago. Uh, Calendar-wise, two. Season-wise, <laughs> <laughs> 38. 38, yeah. Um, so so when when KD went down, when Clay went down, um, we kind of were all like, okay, the, the book's shut. Like, this was the end of this, this run. Um, I'll be honest with you. I didn't think they were going to make it back to an NBA Finals. However, um, Steph Curry is incredible. He's played some of the best basketball of his career the last couple seasons. Um, he's just been he's just been so so good. And he had an off night, um, you know, last night obviously. But um, this this franchise's ability to dig deep for talent um, uh, and guy. make something out of it. And yeah. I mean, I mean, they are you know, say what you will. If if you if you hate Golden State because you hate Steph and you hate Draymond and whatever, but like the one thing you can't take away from it is they are homegrown as hell, man. Um, every player on this Harry team, Junior. Gary Payton Jr. Um, you know, I mean, even even Kavon Looney, Kavon Looney has been a has been a, a vital part of this team, and Jordan yeah. Poole obviously this year has been has been phenomenal. I mean, I mean, what are they paying Jordan this year? Um, this is the last year where he's on his rookie deal, so I think okay, if I can keep talking and I'll find it. So, so you got to get a you got, you got a guy who's who's just completely come out of his shell and basically has been around guys that, that shoot so well and are all-stars and everything. He is going to find himself an all, to be an all-star, but he can't leave this team. He can't leave the team. And I'm going to be honest with you. This is a team that if you continue winning, regardless of circumstance, keep paying the tax, just keep paying it because you never know when this is going to end. And I am all in for a squad that's just, you know, a, a franchise that's going to just protect its talent and keep building it up and doing what it's doing. We don't know what we're going to get from James Wiseman. You know, he's another guy. He's a complete question mark. He could be a great NBA player. We don't know yet. But the fact that they're taking their time, rolling them along, that is a chip that they have, you know, in their pocket right now if they need to bust that out at some point. Um, but to be able to develop guys like, a G league player like Gary Payton jr. And make him, you know, one of the best defenders in the NBA. Um, Jordan Poole, one of the best, you know, sixth men really in the, in the NBA. And also, you know, Draymond has his, has his moments where he's Draymond and he has like, he had some steals last night that were incredible. Like he just, yeah. he looks great, you know? So um, the ability to, to continuously develop talent, um, is a huge, huge advantage that Golden State has over other teams. And as long as you keep them healthy and, you know, happy and everything. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Who knows? Clay comes back next year. He might be a different guy. You know? He might be a different guy. This may have been an offseason. I know he's going to work this offseason. 
And I know he's going to get better again. I, I don't know if we're going to see where we did a couple years ago, but he's still a very serviceable player and he may get better next year. So, you know, I just, you know, I, I, I have nothing but great things to say about this. The Celtics on the other hand, um, they are such an enigma to me. Um, like how they started off the season. So, so terrible. Um, turned it around. Like it was nothing. It was like after that Marcus smart, uh, con, uh, um, Oh yeah. I forgot about that actually. Yeah. Where he basically, he basically, yeah, he basically threw everybody under the bus. I thought smart was going to get traded after that. He did not team group regrouped. They became the best team in the NBA. So in the second half of the season, their three point percentage is fantastic. Like they're a great three point shooting team. They are. Um, but the difference between golden state right now and what I see from the Boston Celtics is, the Golden State Warriors have a generational talent in Steph Curry. Right. Um, and what I see in Boston, they have two all-stars in the defensive player of the year. Not superstars, all-stars. And I am not sure that Jason Tatum has that other gear. Like, I don't know. He could. He could. The next two games, he could come out and score 50 points, and it wouldn't even shock me. You know, I'd be like, maybe he does. he's got it. Cool. Yeah, I mean, he's been great in the playoffs leading up to the finals. Leading up to the finals. But he leads right now the NBA finals record for turnovers. Yeah, he already he already's broken it, hasn't he? He's already he's broken it, yeah. Record. yeah. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, but like LeBron and, and like we can't even compare those. So, you know, I, I don't know what is going on with him. The fact that he's shooting, what, 30% from two-point range? Yeah, nineteen. I mean, and, I mean, I mean, in the NBA, where you know that's going to be a typical two pointer is what, like a layup or a dunk, possibly. Or <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I will say that I've there were up with the Celtics getting calls, but yeah, yes, there was this officiating yeah. has been terrible. Yeah, there it was, and and there was. Uh, there were some flops, especially Jordan Poole got away with Jordan some. Jordan Poole got away with that, and there was a Gary Payton uh, Jr. had the one where like Marcus, yeah. Hill, like I guess hit his arm. Oh yeah, and he, he fell back. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, they did, they did too. So, but you know, you also look at like you know, you know, some no call, you know, some no no calls on that kind of stuff because there was a point in the game later in the game where Clay Thompson ended oh, up going up for three, yeah. and Marcus Smart basically just jumped out of the way. And I didn't really see that from, I only saw that from one angle and I was like, wow, he got all, he got away with a push off right there, but he didn't do anything to him. He just fell backwards and then he just drilled a three pointer. So, but I don't blame him for trying because Golden because State of that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, but it wasn't there. It wasn't their night. They're going to get those calls on Thursday night. Yeah. Very well. They're going to get those well, calls on Thursday. They will. So. Yeah. Uh, to answer your earlier question, Jordan Poole this year is getting two point one million. Ooh. Uh, so next year is his year he can sign his rookie extension, which can be up to five years, one hundred eighty-six million. So year one salary would be thirty-two point three. Um. Ooh. So it certainly well. seems like the case is going to be that they're going to they plan to sign him. Um. I did you see what Winhorse said today? It was so stupid. I, I hate to ever say when Horst said something dumb because I'm a big fan of his. Oh, but yeah. He Same. said, to beat Golden State, it's not that you have to beat them on the court. You have to beat their checkbook. And it's like, okay, man, like, you're talking about, like, how many of those guys, like, Andrew Wiggins is the one that they traded for. And, like, you know, it wasn't like they went out yeah. and signed, like, LeBron James. And no, LeBron no. Anthony. Like, it was like, you know, they, like we just said to start the show, like, Clay Thompson, homegrown. Steph Curry, homegrown. Draymond Green, homegrown. Jordan Poole. You know, we went down this list already. Um, yeah. So I I just thought that was well, a dumb take. Well, well, and you know, the thing is, it's like they went out one year because of because of you know the contract situation, everything. Good gaming. Good gaming is bringing it tonight, folks. They are, they are. They are. They are. Um, he said the refs are biased towards the Warriors and that they should give the team Academy Awards. I I love I love the fire and frustration. I'm really yeah. into it. Could, like if it was my team, I'd feel the same way. Um, but my team doesn't play in the finals, so you know. No, it's been a while. So, but uh, yeah, open up your checkbook. I mean, 
for the Celtics at that. For the too. for the Celtics, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, let's let's be honest. The Celtics, their team is homegrown too. I mean, yeah. they're three best players. They're, I mean, it's the same situation. Um, you know, and there's been trade rumors for all three of those guys a million times, and yeah. they decided to keep them together. And look where they're at. They are in the NBA Finals. So, um, you know, kudos to them for keeping it together and also bringing out Horford back, who has been a, a decent contributor this season and in, in, in the playoffs. So, um, but. Last night, the biggest thing for me, the Wiggins thing to me is the is the the deciding factor right now with the and Golden State Warriors. Great. And when we saw him get traded um, for, was it D'Angelo Russell? Is that who yeah. he got? Yeah, God, it, was, it feels like it was forever ago. When he ended up, the way I looked like it, the way that I looked at it was, I looked at it the same way as as I looked at D'Angelo Russell. Like this is just a fill in player until they're able to do something better. And Andrew Wiggins is not a fill-in player. He made the all-star team. He had a drop-off in the second half of the season. And for some reason, somehow, some way, he has really stepped it up um, and became the player that we thought he was going to be four or five years ago. Yeah. Like, and he's doing it. He, But he's doing it as the second banana right now. So, and I'm, I'm – oh, and I'm overlapping Clay on that because Andrew Wiggins is now officially the second banana on the, the Golden State Warriors at this moment. And and the thing that I really like about him is, especially last game, was his relentlessness inside and just going at it at Time Lord. And you know, and just Love going that. in, driving the ball, and some uh, some of the dunk that he had and the layup that he had uh last night. Uh, we're just incredible. Like he looked phenomenal, but you know, it brings up a thing, you know, where I know I'm getting ahead of myself, you know, say golden state does win, you know, game six or seven, they win the whole thing. Steph has one more bad game. Andrew Wiggins has another 23.10 rebound. 27 rebounds the last two games. Yeah. But to answer your question now, you don't think so. It still goes to Steph. They There's have to give no it to him. There's no way you can pass. Yeah, you, ha- you have to give it to him at this point. It's like when Ron Artest didn't get finals MVP, but Kobe did in 2010. Like, game seven, Ron Artest won that game. Yeah, Ron Artest he, sealed the deal. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And I was up. I was up. I was standing up and applauding while that was going on. That was and it, he. That was that was his career-defining moment right there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, no. for them to just be like, well, Kobe, you know. It's Kobe Bryant, so he has to get it, and he didn't get in the Shaq years and stuff like that. Like, okay, yeah, and it feels like this is the same thing here. So, Derpy Gaming has informed us actually, he's a Cavs fan, and it'll be fine because their future is bright. And I a thousand percent agree with that. I agree. Yeah, agree. very excited yeah. about the future of the Cavs. Talk about yeah. it just about every week on this show. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably getting a hometown hero back soon too. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot of rumors about that. Um, <laughs> So, all right, let's go real quick uh, because we won't be back on the air until after uh, game six. Does Boston make this a seven-game series or do you see a situation where I I see both sides, but I'm so worried about how little the, the Celtics bench has been effective. And I think Steph Curry wants to make this a legacy game again to seal his finals MVP, to get that fourth ring. And they want to, you know, and I'm, I'm sure they would love to win at the Bay. Who wouldn't? But they don't play like that. They've been in this situation before where they got to a game seven on their home floor um, and saw what happened. So I think they're going to close it out. I think Steph Curry's going to have a big, big game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no NBA team uh, wants to go back for a game seven to seal a deal. You can go back for a game six. You can do yeah. that. You can go back for a game six, but you don't want to go back for a game seven. That's too dangerous. So, um, and also winning it in in Boston, uh, it would just be devastating uh, for Boston fans. <laughs> just be absolutely devastating. I don't know where Golden State Warriors even go to celebrate at that point either. They just probably have to roll out of town at that point. <laughs> just get right uh, in the charter. Get on, get, get on the charter. They can go to. You can go anywhere else. You can go to New York. You can go to Philly. You can go anywhere else. But you, I don't think you can celebrate in Boston. I don't think you. Oh I don't think. You, I don't think you can just go out because all you're gonna do is get spit on and cussed at and flipped off and all this other fun stuff. So and then people are gonna tell you, oh, the refs were biased and blah blah blah. Maybe they were a little bit, but um, 
I think that Boston makes it a seven game series. Uh, okay. If so, and I said this earlier in a group text with you, if, if Boston wins, a, if they lose a third game in a row here, I'm chalking them up as complete frauds who didn't belong here in the first place because um, uh, Tatum folded last game. And I, you know, I don't, you know, he was great in the third quarter. He was great in the third quarter, but like, uh, you know, like you said, the Jordan pool shot, it just took the wind out of their sails, man. It was over with like, you felt that you, like, I was like, they're going to blow this. The Warriors are going to blow this. They're going to blow it. They got, they lost the lead. And then he hit that shot. Whole crowd stood up and I was like, it's going to be tough for Celtics to get back into this, you know, even though they're only down by one. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think it's going to go seven. Um, I hope it's not. Cause I just, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm ready for the season to be over. I'm looking forward to the draft next week. I'm, you know, I'm ready for that. Let's just, I want to be able to start talking about that and thinking about that and moving on. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, Derpy Gaming is still in here. He wants to talk about the Cavs, which I mean, I'm never sad about. Um, here we go. So he said four players he's interested in with the Cavaliers are Malachi Branham from, uh, from Ohio State, each Liddell from Ohio State. O'Shea Ogbaji from Kansas and Tari Eason from LSU, who we have to watch play at UC for a year. Um, one of these would be nice if you can snag with them. If not, I would say they consider trading the 14th pick. I truly believe that the Cavs are going to try to trade the 14th pick. I think yeah. that they see where things are. Um, you know, look, we're, we're going to talk about the Bulls here in a minute um, and some of the stuff that's been going on about them. Uh, the Hornets have been super close. Obviously, they've been the play in two years in a row. N- East, Nuggets made a trade today. Yeah, the Nuggets just got Jamichael Green. No, they traded Jamichael they Green. Traded Jamichael Green to, okay, yeah. to get to get another pick. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I really here comes feel Jokic. Like, <laughs> I really feel like the one big thing the Cavs were missing was Isaac Okoro just doesn't give them much offensively. Um, so yeah, yeah. Here he says he's right here. I feel like we need a wing. Um, they definitely do. And I think that that's going to be a situation where like, there was actually discussion of what if Andrew Wiggins went back to Cleveland, if he doesn't stay in golden state. And I just don't see how that happens, but that would be a great fit for them. Um, how it happens. I don't know, but I think the Cavs would be very active. I think they're going to shop that 14th pick and try uh, and try to attach to Isaac Okoro. Um, I like Okoro. I think he's a really good defender. Yeah, he uh, is. I just wish he'd bring, get, do more offensively. I think they're at this point now with Mobley and Allen. They really feel like they're, they have enough guys to really help them defensively. But they're going to look to get another bucket getter. Yeah, and you you cut ties with a guy who's got some question marks who might still have an upside later down the line. And I think Akuro is still that guy. I think he still has value. He attached that fourteenth pick. Someone else is going to take a flyer on him, you know. So he is the perfect person to put out there because you need a win now guy. You are in in a position to win now. You've got a nice young core that is established. Um, Phenomenal season from Evan Mobley. Um, uh, it's it, you know Garland, Garland. Everybody, we're, it's a really really good team. It's a fun team. Who knows what happens with Sexton? You know if he comes yeah. back and he's healthy, yeah. that can be a huge decider for them as well. Um, I, I does like he that. play? Does he get traded? You know. Yeah, or or do they like because he's in he's in his um, rookie extension season as well. He's yeah. in the same draft class as Jordan Poole. So it's like, what do they do with him? Um, you know, it sounds like everything David Griffin group is saying um, is that Zion is going to be staying in New Orleans and it's mutual interest. Um, so I'm I'm okay with it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. I wasn't um, at first, but now that I see, like, I feel like when you watch that team, if they had a really good point guard and Zion, they're pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, but. But we'll get there here. So he also says, I like Okoro, but he hasn't developed shooting yet. He's basically another Osman with defense very inconsistent. Yeah. I was pretty high on Jetty Osman. I was wrong there. Um, yeah. So, I think everybody was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but Derpy Gaming, really, really appreciate your insight and everything here. So we're going to move on real quick, but feel free to hop in with more, que- more comments and questions. Uh, really, definitely appreciate when people hang out with us. Um, so you and I have been talking about this all, all off season, obviously as Bulls fans. And uh, last week on the show, Ben, Josh and I kind of touched base on this a little bit uh, as far as like the future of the Bulls. Um, but, you know, it's kind of coming out today. Jake Fisher from Bleach Report said that uh, the league is now expecting that Zach Levine is going to be re-signing with Chicago, which we kind of always felt that was yeah going to be the situation. Um, it sounds like the thing that's kind of tying everything up with him guaranteeing is the fifth year. And a lot of it was like the market was not going to, and this is all 
kind of what Jake Fisher said in the, in the thing. So I'm just kind of paraphrasing it and kind of a little bit. Um, I don't want to word for word. I mean, you guys like say I'm saying something wrong by any means, but um, it looks like, you know, the teams that he was thinking about potentially were teams where he wasn't going to have the chance to be the number one offensive option. He's still not in Chicago either. Likely that's likely DeMar DeRozan um, after this last season, but or it might not be next season. Maybe he is the, you know, maybe yeah, he's back to be in that, you know, maybe DeRozan takes a step back. He was a surprise. Yeah. But like, if you looked at the teams like Atlanta, Trey Young, LA, LeBron, um, you know, yeah, I think San Antonio was the only other one that Jake Fisher had labels. Like he could be the number one offensive option yeah. there. And that's just not a good situation because they're not where Chicago is. Um, yeah. You know, I think Chicago is very close to being a really good NBA team. Um, and so, you know, obviously, I want to. I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch. Uh, we fully expected Zach Levine to be coming back. All those things where Lavar Ball is saying he was going to the Lakers was bullshit, shocking. Yeah. But Lavar Ball had some bullshit. Um, and then it's kind of going now. It's kind of looking like he's coming back there. So I'm excited uh, when he does officially sign back. I will celebrate. But for now, I'm just going to analyze and say. Whew. Glad yeah. that we can end that conversation because I'm so sick of Zach Levine to Portland trade rumors. I am so sick of Zach Levine to Miami talk. Like, I don't want Tyler Hero. I love Tyler Hero. Love him. Yeah. But you're, you know, if you're expecting that he's going to replace Zach Levine, then you're you're taking a step back. Yeah. Zach Levine yeah. was better than Donovan Mitchell this year. I don't think people really understand that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was. I'm. I'm. I'm very relieved that Zach Levine's going to be resigning. I think. I think it was one. Of, you know, it was a lot of smoke the last couple of weeks of places. It was just you know, you know, Zach's internal team trying to solidify the fact that they wanted a max deal. You know, trying to you know their little cheap scare tactics. To, yeah. You know, he's a clutch client. We know what they do. So, um, you know, uh, kudos to the Bulls if they're able to resign him. Um, you know, also with Zion, uh, like you said re-signing with the Pelicans. I think that's going to be, I, I, I like that as well. I, you know, him getting traded and everything. I, I don't, he's a big question mark in my book. I don't know what's going on with that guy. I don't think he's, anybody his does. upside so high. You just can't quit on him. You know what I mean? I know. Oh no, no, no. He's, he's one of the most exciting players in the NBA. You know, when he plays, yeah. I, I, I love, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I absolutely love anytime he shows up. So it's, Same. you know, Same. Um, yeah. So, Obviously, like the big discussion last week was there was this conversation around um, would the Bulls and Jazz potentially make a deal to get Rudy Gobert. And um, I've spoken very highly of my hatred for Rudy Gobert. So yeah, rooting, for him would be, yeah, rooting for him would be very painful. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, certain does he make the Bulls better where they need him? Certainly. Um, but him being on my team, not really a fan of that. And I think what it kind of came down to was a lot of people were talking about, you know, like, well, you know, it's Vooch, Pat Williams, and the 18th pick for Rudy Gobert. And for me, that's just too much. I'm all right with the Vooch deal. I'm all right with attaching a pick to somebody. But I don't understand this whole, like, people already giving up on Pat Williams thing because he was injured last year. Like, the dude just, I don't, did he turn 20 yet? Is he 20 now? Like, I don't he's remember. He's 20. He's he's 20 now. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like, I still really like him. The Bulls still really like him. If your only complaint about him at this point is he's just nervous to shoot, he'll figure that out. Yeah, and and the thing about the thing about him, obviously, he's very young, but he was hurt. He wasn't even supposed to come back last season, right? Uh, remember, they said he was out for the year. He ended up still coming back, and he contributed at the end of the season. He guarded um, Giannis you know, in the playoffs with the guarded Giannis in the playoffs. Yeah, so um, you know he uh, he's done well. And the, the thing is. You look at like the upside of a guy like Patrick Williams as opposed to the upside of someone like Kobe White. Like Kobe White is a perennial sixth man. I don't see him ever being bigger than that. I don't ever see him being like a starting two or a starting one unless it's like maybe for like San Antonio at the moment. Um, you keep you, – you, you hold on to Patrick Wilson. Now Patrick Williams, but <laughs> if they do make a trade – during the offseason, like this, you know, rumored Vooch trade that might be happening. Someone's going to, they're they're going to press and they're going to pry for Patrick sure. Williams. They're going to press and pry for him. Um, and they got to stand firm on that. <coughs> Tell him to take Kobe. 
um, maybe a draft pick, maybe Vooch. Uh, we talked about, you know, the possibility of maybe DeAndre Ayton coming to to Chicago. I think he would be a phenomenal fit for the crew that they've already established over there. Great young guy to bring together their core, who had a great season, who I completely think is undervalued in Phoenix, to say the least. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really like the idea of Mitchell Robinson. I know you told me that, but I'm not – I wouldn't give up – what we what we talked about for Mitchell. Yeah. Um, so Derpy Gaming, you asked how many picks the Bulls have. They only have one this year um, because of the Lonzo ball tampering uh, thing, that whatever that was. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah. So if they do keep the pick, which I don't think they will, I do really believe the Bulls are going to make a move. Um, yeah. I think they saw, you know, when they were healthy last year. And I know you've broken down strength of schedule in that time frame in the past and past episodes. Um, but you know, it's still the NBA. You're still playing professionals. I mean, I know you played the Kings there a couple times, but, um, you're still playing guys, you know, professional basketball players and they're still able to put wins together and play consistent when they were healthy and, you know, battled injuries all year. Caruso, Alonzo, you know, Levine, Demar had the COVID issues for a little bit. Um, so with that 18th pick, you know, if you go get, if they have it there and they can get like a score, great. And what you said as far as like teams are going to hamper for Patrick Williams, 100%. The Bulls know that. But for me to like give up on him and like trade him somewhere, it's got to be like the guy that puts them over the hump. Yeah. It can't, it can't yeah. be Rudy Gobert. It can't be Mitchell Robinson. This has got to be like, you know, that third piece that's like going to like just bring everything together. And um, also, like, you know, a healthy Lonzo ball makes all the difference for them, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, no, we're kind of going on a tangent about Chicago. But, yeah, I think um, uh, – I really do think that they trade it. I really do think they trade the pick this year. I, I do, think too. it's going to happen. Like, it, you know, I'm not I'm not sitting there, like, like going through draft picks like I normally am this time of year. Like, oh, who are we going to pick? Who are we going to deep dive on this year and everything? Like, I – I'm very confident that they're going to try to make a move, especially if they're going to invest all this money in Zach Levine in a, in a couple of weeks. I think I, I really, really do think that they're going to do that. So, but yeah. Um, if they kept it, if Malachi Brandon wants to play for the Chicago Bulls, come on. Over who does, here. who does Malachi Brandon from Ohio state. He is a bucket okay. getter. I saw him play in person this year when they played Xavier. Yeah. That yeah. kid can, that kid just, yeah. His jumper is uh, what the kids say. Uh, wet. So 13 points a game, uh, three rebounds. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, Talking about three point shooting. Look at that three point. Four, whoa. 416. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Oh, we got a shooter. Yeah. All right. I'm down. Which was a good conference. Like, yeah, man, that kid. St. Mary. Vincent, St. Mary, too. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. All right, Tim, you've convinced me. You've said you've said enough. There you go. There's so, no since way he I, drops I, 18. So, I highly no. doubt he gets passed. Like, I, if Cleveland keeps their pick, which Derpy yeah. is hanging out. Um, they're they're taking his ass. Yeah, and he's going there. Yeah. He's, you know, it's like, hey, we this worked for this last one. Yeah. Like St. Vincent St. Mary's kid. Like, let's do it again. And uh, yeah. perfect for them offensively. Uh, yeah. Just absolutely perfect. So, uh, yeah. So that's, you know, kind of before we go full in, full on deep dive bowls, because we're going to have a lot of time to do that. Um, also, you know, I saw when they were talking about Gobert, um, Jake Fisher also mentioned the Hawks as like a, as a big time suitor. And yeah. I feel like they've been trying to trade John Collins since like before they drafted. Him. Oh my God. Yeah, they have. <laughs> they have. Yeah. I, I actually, I'll be honest. I like Gobert in Atlanta. I love that actually. Like you don't have to even talk it me into because it. Because it's my two least favorite players on the same team. All on one it's, team. It's just easy hatred. Easy hate. It's just okay. Okay. I think I think someone like Gobert would be a perfect pairing with somebody like Trey Young. Like I really do. They would. Yeah. Uh, I think I think he's definitely a step above uh Collins. And you know, with the with the news coming out today that pretty much everybody except for DeAndre Hunter and Trey Young <laughs> is available in the Hawks, which go ahead, put that out there. We already knew it. We already knew it. Yeah, what if the but Bulls put it, Kevin Herter? Oh my god. Kevin Hurt. So, <laughs> you're getting. That's what you want to go with. All right. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I I like Kevin Hurt. Um. But um. You know. I, I 
I I do like the idea of that, and but I would see someone like Kevin Herter be, having to be included in a in a Go Bear trade. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think I mean it's off, on on the floor. It's a really good fit. Yeah. Um, you know, especially for what they want, really gives to give Trey like more stretch the perimeter. Um, Absolutely. But also, I can hate them very hard. No, that's yeah. You get all your hate in one place. So that is a league pass team that that Tim will not be signing up for. Yeah, they're they're a team I will hate watch for sure. So I'm like, God, I hate these guys. Oh, here they go. Oh, they're losing. Oh, they're losing. Oh no. <laughs> um, do you feel like this Donovan Mitchell chatter is getting to be a little insane? Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. I have um, no problem go- if Utah moves on and like start to rebuild good so so do you think do you think that they may trade both players yeah i think it's a i think it's a strong possibility um especially with now that quinn schneider stepped down it feels like it's kind of heading towards that like into the right, era well, we, we just didn't a, work we had a hell of a run it just didn't work out they they really didn't though when like no, the grand scheme of things yeah they had i mean a hell like of a run for the jazz they didn't have a hell of a yeah. run for like other NBA yeah. franchises yeah, yeah, and I mean, I got to give them credit. You know, they they did you know put together a neat little team there. Um, it, they weren't my cup of tea, but um, you know, and I and I I'll be honest, I love Quinn Snyder. Um, I think he's a really good coach. I think he's going to get another job at some point. Um, I I like him. I don't know where he's going to be, so good luck to him. Um, but um, yeah, you know, Ainge is running the team now, so it's like shrewd move after shrewd mood is coming. Um, and I think um, you know if they do trade both of them. Um, it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a couple bad years in, in Utah, but you know, Danny Ainge usually knows what he's doing. So, yeah. um, I think he loves rebuilds. I think it's like, he, yeah, he's, like he's a real life 2k guy that trades yeah, he likes, players. he, he likes a unique fixer upper opportunity. And that's exactly what the Utah jazz are at this point. Um, yeah. and I think that, uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell, so so with Donovan Mitchell chatter, so I have not been keeping track of Donovan. I'm not on Donovan Mitchell watch right now. So tell me, what is the chatter that you have heard about him? I mean, a lot as far as like shopping him and stuff, but it sounds like the most likely place is um, Miami. Miami. And, okay, that's what I've heard. Yeah, so and it sounds like it's like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and a pick um, is like the basis of it before they get deeper. Um, I don't know if I would. I, I don't know if I would trade those guys for him. I'm going to be honest. I really like Donovan Mitchell. We've talked about this for years. Yeah, I do too. I do too. But I also feel like we kind of overrate him. We Uh, do. Like, is he a a franchise changing player? Like, are we sure about this? Like, no, he was a, I I would say he is an overachieving small man um, who has, has done some amazing things for Utah basketball. Does he Um, help Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry win? Like, are we sure of this? Do you do you play him with both of those guys? I I mean, yeah, that's got to be the basis, right? Because you're not moving either one of those guys in a trade. I don't know, man. I don't I don't like See, the I feel idea. The same way you do. Like I'm like I I, I don't like the idea of having two six foot one guys as my backcourt. I don't like it, I agree. especially I especially totally when agree. one especially when one's like 38 years old. Yeah, this isn't the Atlantic Ten Conference. Like you can't yeah, get away with I, it here. Like you can't get away with it. And you know, I, I don't I don't like it. Um you know, if you're gonna throw if he's gonna play point guard, cool, you know, and you're gonna somehow get rid of Kyle Lowry, whatever, you're not gonna get anything for him. But you know, I don't know. I I don't like that pairing. And I you know, I feel like someone like Tyler Hero is gonna go someplace else and just be like the man. Like I loved my like fake trade I did a couple weeks ago of um Brooklyn and Utah where Kyrie Irving just goes to Utah and just like is like ah I am home. <laughs> yeah, you can just go out there and you know hang out and be forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I, I have this bad feeling Kyrie Irving's gonna end up with the Lakers. I just have this terrible feeling. Really? Yeah. Uh Westbrook, Kyrie Irving picks, whatever craziness um you you see yeah. russell westbrook going to the nets 
don't you you don't you don't see this as like a crazy possibility it's so crazy that no i don't <laughs> i don't <laughs> I'm not I'm not picking it to happen. I'm just saying if we wake up like the day before the draft and we hear that like the Lakers and Nets are having a discussion for Kyrie Irving, I'm gonna go, okay. Okay. Um but no, I I I you know. I don't know, man. Uh it sounds like something where LeBron would go. Do that, do that, do that, that that thing. Yeah, yeah. We played together before. We played together before. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. Yeah. It's like Just stop listening to him. Um, so real quick before we kind of keep going. Um, I want to ask you to talk real quick about uh, Kenny Atkinson getting the uh, Charlotte job. Over Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, but I thought I read somewhere that he was going to ask D'Antoni to be on his staff potentially. That sounds weird. Beat you out for the <laughs> job, but you want to join me? Uh, yeah, very uh, Ty Lue, Jason Kidd-esque from what the Lakers wanted to do. Very Obama Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> that's a better one. Yeah, that's a much better yeah, one. Yeah. Um so I think it's a good fit. I really like Kenny Atkinson. Um oh, yeah. obviously Durant and Kyrie got him fired. And he's had two years now under Steve Kerr, which like not a bad guy to learn from. Um, no. Yeah, so I think that's gonna be great. And I think the coolest thing about this is he has experience like up like getting bet, getting more out of big point guards. So, you know, yeah. he was there during the D'Angelo Russell breakout. Spencer um, Dinwiddie. Yeah, exactly. So now he's got LaMelo Ball. He's going to know what to do with him because he's like, I don't think, you know, he's uh, LaMelo Ball is obviously not the shooter that D'Angelo Russell was at that time. I don't I don't have their numbers in front of me to say what it is now. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's obviously way more of a passer and way more of a faci- like way more of an, a fire starter for their team. So uh, I, I like this fit. I think it's going to be, you know, Charlotte's, I don't ever feel like we're going to be talking about Charlotte as like a finals contender per se. It just feels weird to have that conversation. No, uh, but we, could, could. We, could, we could talk about them being a perennial, you know, fixture in the NBA playoffs every year. Yeah. Um, and I think like they're with the way they're close. Yeah. they are very, I, I think they're very close. Um, I do think um, there's a lot of work to be done on this team. Yeah. Um, Especially that Lamelo got arrested yesterday, apparently. Uh, yeah, for some some marijuana down in yeah. Kentucky. Yeah, down, and it's yeah. funny that and then and then today Andy Bashir comes out and is already <laughs> push, pushing for medical marijuana to be you know so yes yeah, so, coincidence I think not, um, but um, uh, Lamelo is a perfect guy to build around. So um, yeah, he's a perfect guy to build around. Um, I love his future. Having a glue guy like Gordon Hayward on this team, great. But is he there long term? I don't know. PJ Washington, um, you know, I don't know what. what how did he? I, I kind of. I, I'll be honest with you. I kind of stopped keeping track of PJ Washington towards the end of the season. How did he end up? Um, I don't think he was necessarily great. Okay. Um, I really liked what they got from Miles Bridges. I think Miles Bridges was. Yeah, like a Brid- one. Yeah, Brid- Bridges. Bridges has been very good. So. Um, you know, it's you know, do you do you hold on? You know, now there's there's some. I'm reading some rumors right now that the Hornets are looking to get Aiton for for Bridges and Washington. It's a possibility. Ooh, love that. Like that. Yeah, like that. Yeah, put Lamelo and you and you and you throw you throw Aiton in there, man. Aiton's gonna be a hot commodity. Like he's, he's gonna be a hot commodity. Hot commodity. Yeah, the hot commodity. Because, like I said, he was. I think he was completely undervalued, and I think he was underused in in Phoenix. I really, really do. And they did Plus, not deserve like, him. This was supposed to be the the big free agent year, and all those guys signed long extensions. Like this was supposed to be the honest free agent year, and this was supposed to be like, and all those guys signed deals. So it's like, yeah, yeah, they're all they're all locked down. So, um, yeah, I like this team. Um, you know, uh. They've got kind of an interesting group of people. Terry Rogier, obviously Montrez, which could be going to jail for five years for, you know, some freaking weed. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I feel um, like that's where I need to get better as an editor and get the uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, clip, the stay off the weed clip. Yeah, yeah, that's just stupid. But um, 
I, I like what they've I like what they've got. I, I love Atkinson there. He's a guy, like you said, he's gonna give you he's gonna basically get more out of out of nothing. So yeah. that's what he does. He's got experience with the tall point guards, who knows how to build an offense around him. Great hire. Um I enjoy I I, I am very, very happy that they picked him over Dan Tony. I am too. Um I just feel like this kind of goes back to like my Darvin Ham to the Lakers thing. I feel like that getting the guy who maybe isn't like the most well-known might be the best case. So like Terry Stotts was up for the Laker job and we, 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 yeah. we've been pretty open about being fans of Terry Stotts in the past, but yeah. we've seen that like there's a ceiling to him. Uh, yeah. And so like, I feel like a guy like Darwin Ham and a guy here like Kenny Atkinson who really got like let go from Brooklyn before he could really establish himself. Yeah. He did. Has he a was a good coach. To- yeah, real. I mean, that Brooklyn team with that made the playoffs that lost to Philly with D'Angelo yeah. Russell, Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, yep. Jared Allen. Like that, I like that team a lot. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. They were a lot of fun. That team hasn't been the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like the last time the Brooklyn Nets were likable. Yeah, they were. They were. And, you know, it's like last year the – yeah, it's like last year they almost made the NBA Finals, and like I don't know, I look at the the Kenny Atkinson team in just higher regard, you know, um, just because of what he was able to do. I mean, it was like he had some guys that he he was basically he basically had a team that was outplaying themselves every night. So you know they were overachieving on a regular basis, which that's the kind of team that you want. And there's a part of me that kind of thinks that just maybe maybe the Boston Celtics are doing the same thing right now. It's very possible. Could be. So I'm saying if they if they lose this next one, I'm 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 crowning them overachievers at the end of the season. Yeah, I think they're a Chris Middleton injury away from not being where they are right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is not an insult. You know, it happens. Yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of like I think last year the Phoenix Suns are a healthy LeBron and Anthony Davis away from being eliminated in the first round. So yeah. Yeah. You know, and they yeah. played in the finals too. So yeah, it's just kind of how how the, the ball rolls sometimes. Uh, Derpy Gaming asked again, what do the Bulls need? Anything missing pieces? A true power forward, which they feel like it's going to be Pat Williams. I feel like it's going to be Pat Williams. But until they have a full idea, um, I would like to see them get some more bucket getters off the bench because Kobe White, I would go ahead and say, is about a 98% chance will not be playing for the Bulls next year. Yeah, they, they need to go for after a power forward. I mean, if this was NBA 2K, you're just going to go after Bull Bull, but it is not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who uh, Philip Russell writes it a couple weeks ago? The Orlando Magic have no plans for Bull Bull. Yes. So shocker, shocker. Yeah. Um. So finals would be wrapped up at the latest. What game seven would be Monday? Or is it Sunday? Game seven. Um. Let's see here. Game seven NBA Finals is. Uh, why do we not know this? We're terrible. We're terrible. It is going to be uh, Sunday at eight p.m. Okay. Yes. So. Okay. That would be game seven. So the, the NBA season could end on Thursday night. It could, but if it doesn't, it's definitely going to end on Sunday. Cool. Perfect. Yes. Um, so I know next week's draft week. We're pretty excited. Love the draft. Yeah. Um, very, very excited to see what the Orlando magic do. I promise if you're listening to the audio version, I will not put the Orlando magic theme song in this week's episode. I've done it twice. Now I'm going to run it to the ground. I don't want to do that because I'm going to need it again. You are. You're going to need it again. You're right. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I just love it so much. Um, Sean Derpy Gaming wants to know if you've been looking at the chat, what do you think of some of his Cavaliers trade ideas? Oh, uh, I, I'm actually not looking at the chat. So can I look at the chat? How do I look at the chat? Click on oh, I can see it. Where? Oh, here we go. Okay. I am so sorry, Derpy. I did not have them up. He's um, very active in the chat. I got to respect. Yeah. He's Jesus Derpy Gaming. Man, Someone's okay. Be. Yeah, he is. He's 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 pulling out all the stops today. Um, Thank you, Sexton Arcoro for for Bogdanovich. Yeah, thumbs that, up that's, for Tim. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Like that. That's a good one. I um, like Sexton and Trey Young together. I think it would just be like a total like. Oh yeah. Um, just a oh total yeah. Passing back and forth. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You take that's a fun. No, you take this one. You 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 hate that team, but they're they're going to be probably be pretty fun, you know, just going back and shooting threes and stuff, and just being just annoying. But yeah, yeah, I like that one. I, I, 
I like that. I like that one a lot, Derpy Gaming. That's a good one. Yeah. I like any Bogdanovich on the Cavs situation with their current roster. Uh, a veteran three-point shooter. I'm all in for. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm on record. I know we're going to do like probably a mock draft some point next week. I'm putting that together. Um, I think the Magic are going Jabari Smith, number one, from Auburn. That's uh, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, Philip Rossman Reich from Locked On Magic in Orlando Magic Daily was on a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite NBA dudes, by the way. Just like, it's really energetic and like, yeah. you know, to be a you diehard should. Magic fan is yeah. kind of be painful. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, I'm really excited that for them, and I'm, I'm can't wait to watch next week. So, yeah, keep uh, keep tabs, uh, keep up with us. We're gonna kind of try to figure out what we're gonna do from here. Um, thanks again to all of you that hung out in the chat today, specifically Derpy Gaming, because you were very active and we're definitely appreciative of questions and insight during this. So it makes our our podcast episodes a lot easier. Uh, be sure to check us out on your uh, podcast subscription of choice, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google. I think we're still on Stitcher. I was going to mention Stitcher. Yeah. I heart. throw my bone. Yeah. I heart. Yeah. We're, we're all there. Over. Um, check out 48 minutes, basketball network dot com, where you can get some of our gear and some swag. Prepare yourself for fall. There's some nice sweatshirts, some nice sweatpants, some some good activewear. I'm 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 definitely gonna be picking up some myself soon. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. To, you know, so because I, I need something to wear my Con Air shirt with, you know. Yeah. Really bring the whole outfit together. So before we get out of here, I gotta get a shout out to our guy one more time. He says he's gonna rewatch Game Seven of 2016, which we have done an episode on. If you go back during the COVID time, we yeah. were desperate yeah. for content. We rewatched yes. a whole series of the Cavs Warriors rivalry. So you can go yeah. back and listen to Sean and I actually did yeah. this episode. Yeah. And did a did a rewatch of it. So and 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 I don't do re I, and I don't do rewatches very often. So yeah, I actually really like them. I can't lie to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good night, and we will be back next week.